What are you linking pain and pleasure to? You need to understand, and I've talked about this in the past, that humans move towards pleasure and away from pain, fundamentally. This is part of our wiring. And based on what you link pleasure and pain to dictates how you act. And after enough kind of repetitions of this feedback of these feedback loops where you know you do one action you get pleasure so you watch a movie you might extract some pleasure out of that a good example is binging tv shows you know you don't a lot of people don't think about it but you're not doing anything it doesn't take any any action on your part so there's no pain and you get these dopamine hits cuz they crafted the tv show in a way that you would get pleasure by entertainment by kind of addiction different things, many different factors, many different cognitive biases, and you get these dopamine hits. So every time you watch a show and they kind of leave you with a little bit of, they may even leave you with a tiny bit of pain. So they're kind of manipulating these two things. So you get pleasure from watching the show and not doing anything. And then you get a little bit of pain of, oh, wait, if I don't watch this next show, where will this pleasure go? Will what I do next, if I, if I, turn this off and do another act, will that have as much pleasure and as little pain as this? Probably not. But if you get stuck in this, this is where you can get truly manipulated. And it's interesting because you can use this in negative ways and you can use it in positive ways. For example, training animals is a great example. You know, they, uh, for, I can't remember the exact, oh, it's a book called Don't Shoot the Dog, which is actually really, really interesting, which basically the the science behind kind of the neurology behind training animals. And they said, you know, with many animals, dogs, different kind of normal, you can use pain. And, you know, if they do the wrong act, you can give them pain. And if they do the right thing, you give them a cookie. And, you know, this kind of ends up in these positive feedback loops. So they know that if they obey, if they, you know, if you move your hand up and say sit and they sit, and you give them a cookie down the road, they'll probably do the same thing again. And same thing with farm animals. You know, you bring the food out to uh, feed them. They, it's like massive pleasure from the food. And, you know, if you, if you didn't bring them food one day, it would build up their anticipation of the pleasure. But what's interesting is with dolphins, which have a much, much stronger brain and cortex than most animals, they actually, if, if you give them any pain, they'll just swim away. So, you know, like with a dog, he'll, he, they're kind of, they have more of an attachment. So you give them pain and they, they think about like, what's wrong? What, what did I do wrong? But the dolphins, if you, if you shock them or if you give them pain, they'll just move away. So what they found with doing, you know, if you're trying to get a dolphin to jump higher and higher and train them, you, you know, they jump high, you give them a fish at the peak and they go back down. And they understand this, you know, if they're jumping, there could potentially be pleasure at the top. So there's pleasure point, and then they drop. But if, if all you're doing is pain, they'll just swim away. So with humans, you can apply this. You know, if you want someone to continue to do something, you don't want to necessarily strike, like, make sure you're harassing them if they don't do it. Because all that does is they just move away. They'll probably move away from you. They're not... No one's really forced to do anything. We have free will. So instead, if what you do is really thank them, be genuine, and maybe give them a little reward, give them a little, like, buy them uh, lunch or buy them coffee. 
it really helps with this. This is why, you know, in a lot of businesses, there's the incentive system, there's, you know, different rewards and things like this, bonuses. And instead of, you know, if they don't do the right work, instead of starting out with like a really high paycheck, and then if they don't meet the requirements, taking it away, they add, which is very smart. For example, let's say there's a, I can't remember the exact book, but there's basically a story of, you know, uh, high school sweethearts who grew up in the same hometown. One's a junior in high school, one's a senior. The senior moves off to college. The junior moves up to senior year of, uh, of high school. And the one that moves to college is in all these different activities, meeting all these new people. And the one in high school, you know, is very attached saying, you know, we need to call every day. If we don't call this, this won't work. And instead of really being nice to the, the, the one in college, the person in high school kind of berates her every time he, she doesn't call him. And then when they are on the line, he doesn't go, he doesn't like express his love, his happiness to be able to talk with her. Instead, what he does is just get mad at her for all the times that she didn't call him, which is not creating a positive feedback loop. What you want to do is, again, humans move towards pleasure and away from pain. So it's very fundamental and very interesting to realize creating positive feedback loops in many areas of your life. For example, when you, when you want to learn a new habit or when you're trying to get out of an old habit that's negative, you need to remember that what you can do is reward yourself by doing the good habit, so linking pleasure to that habit and linking pain to the old habit. And a lot of people don't change until there's massive pain, but a good way to avoid this is to make sure that you can control your mind, you can control your mental state and understand where you will go if all you can do is just focus on pain versus pleasure. So it's important to understand these positive feedback loops, pain pain versus pleasure, I hope you kind of understand this concept and can apply it. And that's a good book. It's actually interesting. Don't shoot the dog. It's, it's very fascinating on training animals. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please leave us a review and subscribe. Thanks for listening. And until next time.